Ginger on ginger, ginger on ginger, Jacob has red hair, so does Alex. and welcome to Ginger on Ginger, the show where two redhead comedians choose a word, phrase, or concept and then talk about it through their gingery lens. I'm Jacob Godby. And I'm Alex Tate. And today's episode is brought to you by the NBA Store. A new year brings the start of a new NBA season. Suit up with the latest gear to show your support for your team. We may be sidelined from going to the arena, but that doesn't mean you can't watch basketball from your couch in style. We are teaming up with the NBA and Podgo to bring our listeners up to 75% off on select items. Yes, you heard that right. Go to podgo.co slash NBA for up to 75% off select items from the NBA Store. The NBA, where amazing happens. That's a great slogan, Alex. I think we should steal that and rebrand uh, now that we've reached a year. Ginger on Ginger, where amazing happens. Okay, I'm down. <laughs> I expected like a little bit of resistance or something, um, uh, but happy one year. Yes, it's a big deal. I, I uh, have committed to very few things in my life for this long. Right. Yeah. Uh, same. And it's, <laughs> as we've talked about before, it's the only consistent uh, in the last year, especially. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, so we've brought along some friends of the pod to help us celebrate. We're going to read some sketches. I and they have written specifically for this episode uh, as a celebration. So please welcome back returning guests, Sean Kirkpatrick, Trevor Cummings and Bree Zender. And please welcome new guest, Abby Gillespie. Howdy. Woo. Hello. Woo. Uh, Woo. Thank you. I oh expected applause, not from you, yeah. but from just some audience in my head that is not here. Well, they're all <laughs> listening to this on a bus going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say you don't want them taking their hands off the steering wheel to clap. I do. Oh. I want them to endanger their lives uh, mm-hmm. to let us know. Show their commitment. I mean, exactly. most people listening to Ginger on Ginger have the smart cars anyway. You know, they got the Teslas, mm. so it's that's, auto drive. That's the demographic we shoot <laughs> <Yeah>. for. <laughs> I just realized that whenever we have Trevor on, I get challenged for baritone, monotone noises. You aren't even close to a baritone, Alex. Trevor has you beat by a mile. I know, but I, I didn't think that. And then every other person we've talked about this podcast is like, podcast is like, hey, nice monotone voice you got there. Monotone, different than baritone. Well, yeah. <laughs> but yes, Trevor, monotone. You definitely have more like intonation and energy than I do. Trevor, can you give us like a quick like chocolate chip commercial, like for cookie dough or something? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> nope. We're done. All right. Oh, okay. We're done. Oh, yeah, Thank right. you so much. Nobody needs sexy cookies. <laughs> do do hust. Um, probably get this episode flagged on Spotify because I said a German phrase in a song. Um, Abby, how are you? Welcome to the podcast. You are this is your first time being on here. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I think that it's interesting that you're like reading ads by the NBA and I have just introduced you to the NBA. That is your $2 off of that. (laughs) Wild. I feel uniquely qualified now. Uh, At first, when I read the NBA store ads, I had not watched the documentary, the last dance and learned anything about the Chicago bulls, but now I have. And so I think, I think we're good now. I think I have that street cred. (laughs) Finally figured out that the NBA is a sport. Yeah. Apparently it's basketball, (laughs) which I thought, you know, the B, you know, national baseball association. Exactly. Right. (laughs) Bowling, national bowling association. National butt association. Yeah, there you go. That's what it is. Yeah. Proctologists (laughs) that gather just at a, at a holiday inn in Des Moines, Iowa, once a year. (laughs) The the butthole of America. Shout out to Des Moines. (laughs) Sorry about that. If you live in Des Moines, uh, we love you. 
Star one Des Moines listeners put their hands back on the steering wheel and it's not yeah, clapping. Right. <laughs> My fiance recently applied for a job in Des Moines, so with the NBA. Oh, who was that? No kidding. I just spoke. Oh this yes. is my fiance who just uh, happens to be uh, sitting in on the conversation. He didn't expect to talk, but you know. I, I am that audience member driving in a smart car. Thank you. I did not introduce Ben, Bree's fiance. Ben, I oh, don't know okay. your last name. We'll keep it that way so you don't get fired. <laughs> that's quite all right. We'll just wait until you change it to Zender. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, love it. Well, uh, all of you are near and dear to me, and I appreciate you being here. Uh, and you're near and dear to Alex, I assume. I don't know. I didn't check. <laughs> Um, take us or leave us sure. <laughs> but thank you for being here to celebrate the year with us and uh, I asked you all to write a sketch or some sketches uh, you know to kind of give me and Alex and ourselves all of us weird things to say and weird things to do um, all of you but Abby were on bad sketches part one uh, almost a year ago at this point and this is a pretty similar vibe these sketches might be not uh you know bad <laughs> but they might be too i don't know i haven't we are they might be bad but they un- also might untested not untested material yes yeah this is untested this is raw um so buckle up everybody we are we are gonna get into it right i should also say that i particularly have been forbidden from reading reading these <laughs> this will be literally the first time i've seen any of it you react bigger than I do, Alex, and it's a lot more fun when you have to say something weird than I'm not when I do. Oh, yeah. I'm fine with it. I just wanted the audience to know that. Yes. <laughs> Alex hides the words of the day from me on our normal episodes, so this is my, like, one time a year that I get to have one over on him. So Let's do this shit. All right. So our first sketch, if you, uh, you know, go to your script, uh, audience, you can read along. Uh, manual Intervention by myself. I play me, Sean plays Sean, Bree plays Bree, Alex plays Alex, and Abby plays Dr. Ticklefoot Merriweather Pantybottom. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, uh, oh, and just like bad sketches, between sketches, we can talk about them, break them down, uh, you know, whatever we need to do. Uh, if we need to point out an inconsistency, Alex will probably have something to say about this sketch. Uh, so, oh, fuck. yeah, we'll, uh, anyway. Who's going to read the, the oh, stage Trevor is reading stage directions. Uh, stage directions are... Throughout the sketches, split between Trevor and Sean. Okay, Trevor, whenever you're ready, just uh, go ahead and get us started. Oh, manual intervention. No, okay, sorry. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Manual intervention by Jacob Godby. Interior, Alex's living room, day. Jacob, Bree, Sean, and Dr. Ticklefoot Merriweather Pantybottom sit in a semicircle facing Alex's front door. They are mid-conversation. Look, I'm just saying that in 2021, we don't have time for a cartoon about two squirrel rescue rangers. Chipmunks, Jacob. Chip and Dale are chipmunks. Literally the same animal. No, they're not. They're... He's coming. Interior hallway, day. Alex approaches his front door. Oh, daddy dear, you know you're still number one, but girls, they just want to have fun. (laughs) So Alex has never heard that song before in his life. (laughs) Oh, girls, just wanna... He opens the door and stops singing. He sees his friend sitting in a semicircle facing him. Uh, what's going on? Alex, buddy. Uh, how, how did you, uh, how did you get into my apartment? We see a smashed window above the couch. Bree's hand is wrapped in a bloody washcloth. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, this is not okay. No, Alex, you're not okay. Please, 
Have a seat. She gestures to the sole empty chair in the semicircle. Is, is this about the meth use? They say not even once. So I did it twice, but, but that's it. It's not about the meth. We invite you to relax. You are surrounded by people who love you. Yeah, and Sean. Hello. They high five. Alex, we really care about you, but recently we've grown concerned. About what? I, I am drinking less than I have in years. It's not that. Okay, come on. Just, just be honest with me. Moment of silence. Alex, driving a manual vehicle is not a personality. It doesn't make you cooler to know how to drive a stick shift. It's all you talk about. You know we've improved cars since the 19th century, right? You only have two legs. Why would you want three pedals? None of us find it charming or funny when you say you can pop that pussy like a clutch. We all drive automatics, dude. We don't even know what that means. Let me throw it into third is a term reserved only for baseball players. You literally stalled in the middle of a funeral procession because your foot slipped. And what hurts the most is how far gone you are, Alex. The manual vehicle propaganda machine has done such a number on you. Pick up wipes a tear. Can I defend myself here? This is a safe space, Alex. Let us know your feelings. I have explained to all of you many times that I got a manual truck so I could utilize the engine brake in the winter. And that's another thing. Who cares? An automatic with four-wheel drive and studded tires will do the exact same job. You waited an inordinate amount of time to buy a truck just so you could get one that you have to control like you're flying a 747. What are you going to do when you visit Seattle or San Francisco? You think it's going to be easy taking those hills? Hey, Jacob, why do dogs prefer manual cars? Why? Because they like driving a stick. And you're not a dog, Alex. You're so bad at handling a manual, if you were the former leader of the Soviet Union, we'd call you Joseph Stalin. The fact that you drive a manual really grinds my gears. Let this personality trait escape your clutches. A rabbi, a monk, and a manual transmission walk into a bar. Enough! I get it. You're right. I'm sorry. Driving a manual has completely taken over my personality. Okay. Alex starts to tear up. I don't know about it. I'm completely sucked in. Please help me. Doctor, uh, what is your name? Dr. Ticklefoot Merriweather Pantybottom. Please help me, Dr. Pantybottom. I'm, I'm so messed up. She places a hand on Alex's shoulder. Your friends and I actually discussed some options for you. Yeah, Alex. You're at that age where you're starting to like dad things, regardless of whether or not you have children. So we just thought maybe we'd get you interested in less annoying dad things, like distilling or woodworking. We can get you some cedar, Alex. You like cedar? Alex sniffles. Big moment. I love cedar. (laughs) (laughs) And I love you all. Thank you for organizing this intervention for me. I don't think, however, that if you all... I do think, however, that if you all learned more about manuals, maybe you might... A large crash from outside. What was that? They all run to the window and look outside. Alex's truck has re-rendered the parked car in front of it. Oh, I forget to set the parking brake. Cut to black. Hey! (laughs) So... 
Are we saying the song Girls Just Want to Have Fun is not an Irish limerick? <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have saved yourself from some sort of copyright lawsuit though, by mm-hmm. just not singing the tune at all. No, that, that's there once was the a reason why you fun. did it. <laughs> I immediately thought it was, oh, Danny boy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. I had no idea. But that's me. I was panicking because whenever it says Alex sing, you ever, are you ever like reading a novel? I read a lot of like J.R.R. Tolkien growing up and there's a bunch of like songs and I'm like, to what rhythm am I supposed to read this in my head? I fucking hate when authors use songs. So I just like panicked. That's what I came up with. <laughs> I like that. That's what you took from that sketch. Not us uh, relentlessly chiding you about driving a manual. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, it's uh, just a better, better medium. <laughs> One thing I love about comedy is that it can really carry a message a super yeah. person that the message is for takes the message. <laughs> <laughs> Abby, thank you for uh, 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 putting up with that name that I gave you as well. Yeah, I can't believe I did not break while saying that. <laughs> Same. <laughs> We're professionals here, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Um, all right. Well, this next sketch is uh, called ASMR Heist, and it's by Trevor E.E. E. Cummings. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for laughing at that. <laughs> uh, I play Jacob. Alex plays Alex. Sean plays Tyler. Bree plays Sam. Timmy and Kimmy are Abby and Trevor. And Trevor, you're on stage direction again. So uh, thank you for right. for bringing this sketch. And jump in whenever you're ready. Is it I Timmy will and never Kimmy? be ready for this. Or Timmy and Kimmy. It's uh, Timmy and Kimmy. I don't believe that it's Timmy and Kimmy. I believe <laughs> okay. it's. Uh, I, thought you, I swear. It's I heard definitely you say Timmy and Kimmy. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> Alex and Jacob. Two ASMR content creators begin their dialogue whispering. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ginger on Ginger's ASMR cast, the show where two soft-spoken redhead comedians take on a task and complete it as quiet, quietly and pleasant-sounding as possible. I'm Jacob Godby. <sighs> and I'm Alex Tate. And this week, we're again going to try our hand... <laughs> At cat burglary. Now, of course, we need to take inventory of our tools. First, we have the tried and true lockpicks. These are perfect for our first obstacle. The door. Many quote-unquote professional cat burglars will enter through a second-story window. Or a back door. But since this is a basic tutorial, we're going to stick to the front door. Alex is going to insert his picks into the lock and engage the tumblers, allowing the bolt to freely retract. Okay, we're good to go. But be careful when opening the door. You may just set off the alarm. Luckily... Jacob and I have tapped Miss House's phones, so we know what their security code is. The password is persnickety. Hopefully that didn't wake anyone up, but if it did, we might get to use my favorite tool. Duct tape is great if you have the time, but if you're in a rush, I'd suggest my favorite tool. Oops. 
I dropped my crowbar. Hey, what are you doing in my house? Uh-oh, looks like the jig is up. This is where you really get to see the utility of the crowbar. No, 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 no. wait, take whatever you want. And just like that, you've got free run of the house. Plenty of time to find their valuables. And a good lesson in preparedness. Always have a clean outfit on hand, because you never know what kind of mess you'll make. Oh my god, what have you done to Tyler? Uh-oh, looks like Alex has some more work to do. Wait, 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 please do... I think we're clear. Mom? Dad? Uh-oh. Looks like our time's up. Come back next week where maybe we'll finally get past the foyer. <laughs> At least we'll get a good police blotter segment next week. Bye. Bye. You'll never take me alive, you bastards! <laughs> <laughs> okay. End. Thank you, Trevor. That was great. But also, Alex, best performance you've ever given. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you really made the words jump off the page. I appreciate yeah. it. Oops. Oh, I dropped my crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> you literally, your whisper sounded like you were passing a kidney stone the whole time. You guys both had very different definitions of whispering. <laughs> I just I just destroyed my voice in that sketch. I fucked myself for the rest of this. Also, you called a foyer, or a foyer, a foyer. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I'm just very, very relaxed right now, and I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what ASMR is all about. If good. you're one of our listeners that's uh, on the road driving while listening to this, we hope we haven't relaxed you too much. Bree, your sketch is called Corey Wilmington, Abstinence Hero. I play Corey, Abby plays Katie, Alex plays Jaden, Sean is Officer Green, you are Officer Jenkins, Bree, and Trevor, you're on stage direction again, because you're doing such oh, a wonderful yeah. job. Uh, do you want to preface this with anything, Bree, or do you want to just jump right in? Uh, I mean, this is, like, very loosely based off of my real-life youth group experience. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> there you go. I've had those experiences as well, so I will try to bring that energy to it. <laughs> Catholic Summer Camp. Kids gathered in a mess hall aged around 12 to 13 years old. Corey Wilmington hops onto the, to a stage in the mess hall. He's a cooler youth group leader, the kind of guy that the young girl campers would have a crush on until they grow up and start thinking critically. <laughs> he is dressed in jeans, a great 2019 high school state football championship hoodie. Chacos? Chacos. Chacos? Chacos. And several <laughs> you know, friendship bracelets <laughs> made out of string. The front of his hair is gelled upwards like Joey Fatone in the, in the height of his in uh, sync fame. I'm sorry about that one uh, to all my in sync fans. A picture of Jesus is behind them. Hey, campers! Campers! Quiet, coyote! Holds his hand in the air with the pointer and pinky fingers in the air, with his middle and ring fingers pressed against his thumb like a coyote. 
Welcome to the final night of Camp Ignatius. I know, I know. I don't want to leave either. I'm Corey, but you can call me by my camp leader name, Chaco. Whoop, whoop. Now, on this final night of camp, I want to talk about something serious. As he speaks, Corey grabs a stool from behind him. Someone off stage hands him an acoustic guitar with a bohemian <laughs> guitar strap. Corey brings the chair up stage and sits on it with his feet on the bars of the stool. He begins to strum the guitar in a contemplative, Christian rock sort of worship music way. This subject, it's one that is very close to my heart and the heart of our Lord, my Savior, Jesus Christ. Or as I like to call him, MC Jesus Jesus. We're talking a bit about love tonight. I'd like to tell you about a little love story of my own. I got married over the summer. Yay! Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it too. Katie, can you come up here? Sure. You all might remember Lilypad. Her real name is Katie. She's my wife. Isn't that lit? Katie walks on stage. She's wearing an ankle-length denim skirt, <laughs> a polo shirt tucked in, yeah. and a bandana around her head pulling her dangerously long hair back. Yeah, he put a ring on it. I sure did. Katie, what do you think it is that made our relationship so special? Um, It's that we waited until marriage. Absolutely. We did what Jesus told us to do. We waited. One child raises a hand. Yes, Jaden. What were you waiting for? To have relations with each other. You waited until you were related to each other? What? No, no. Ugh. Um, we waited to have sexual relations with each other. Isn't that what mom and dads do to each other? I mean, yeah. Yes, moms and dads who are married to each other. Yes, it was the best decision I've made in my life. There are so many benefits. Tell them about them, Katie. Jesus is always watching. And do you want Jesus to watch you having sexual relations? Outside of marriage? A dead look in Corey's eyes. Gross. I don't think so. Jesus only wants you to see you having sexual relationships while you're married. Relations. <laughs> Jesus wants to watch you have sex? Well, um... I don't think so, uh, Jaden. But you just said... Just that hot, steamy, married sexual relations. There are so many benefits. Tell me more, Katie. Well, the first time Corey and I had sexual relations, it was like a dream. Yeah, one of the happiest moments of my life. I felt Jesus there the whole time. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I can never feel in the mood unless Jesus is around. Some people say that you have to try to have sex with some people to know what you like. And do you know what we have to say about that? That's, That's not, not lit. lit. In fact, I think because we waited for so long, the tension between us just grew. I could hardly take it. The love between us is holy, and so much more holy than any other relationship I've ever seen. The compatibility is sacred. Oh, Corey, I just want to kiss you right now. Why, sure, my love. Corey leans over to give her a small peck. Katie grabs Corey's face. His eyes bug out as she wraps her entire mouth around his <laughs> nose and mouth. Katie straddles Corey on the stool and continues to lick Corey's face as he remains motionless. Katie begins to stroke the portrait of Jesus behind them whilst making out with Corey. I'm, I'm satisfied now, Katie. You need to stop. Katie stops kissing Corey. 
Oh, you see, you see, kids. This is what a lit relationship looks to looks like to Jesus Christ. You want something as hot and steamy as this? <laughs> Corey mouths help. Wait until marriage. It's the only way. Police arrive on stage. Excuse me, sir and ma'am. You're going to need to come with us. We had a child call the precinct as soon as your little speech started. Oh, are those handcuffs? Dear God, please no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I like it, Reese. So that happened so to based you? based on real life. Yeah, that happened. Uh, I mean, not exactly. I mean, I, I had a lot of people who were not necessarily uh, making out uh, on stage with each other, but there were several people who were... There's, like, one guy I remember who, like, does abstinence talks for a living, who I saw three times. Mm. Um, yeah, this was, my youth group was a little messed up. <laughs> like, it was, I think, like, one would have been okay, but they kept doing it over and over again. So, like, it yeah. really, they really pounded into my head and made me feel a lot of things. <laughs> one time I went to a church festival in Billings, Montana, called Acquire the Fire. And oh. halfway through the weekend, they split up the men and women. And we went to a different like field house because um, it was like at the arena. And uh, this guy gave a talk about abstinence and they brought out like a Windows 98 computer monitor. And he was like, pretend this is a girl. And then he picked some kid up from the audience and gave him a baseball bat and goggles and was like, this girl's coming on to you. What are you, how, what are you going to say? And he had the whole crowd go, no. And he's like, some girl's coming on to you. What do you say? And they were like, no. And then this kid just like destroyed this computer monitor with a baseball bat. Uh, as what? if it was a, a woman, uh, you know, who, uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, um, you know, Jacob, two weeks ago on the podcast, you told the story in your hometown where they did something called a slave auction <laughs> and now you what? just told me that story as well so uh you're just really one up in yourselves <laughs> well here's the thing uh hopefully you can see how far i've come <laughs> you know what Fingers happened to crossed. that kid right <laughs> oh yeah he went to the capital and then is now in prison oh no i was gonna say he's gay now <laughs> 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 Those are the two options from that out. That was his only two paths. In the yeah. Hey, I'm glad Yo. I picked the better of the two. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh for sure. Uh, low key though, that actually sounds like fun though. Not like the visualization exercise, but just yes. like getting to beat down. Oh yeah. To office space yeah, so like technology. Exactly. I'm all about that part. The, the there's, psychological there's I thought you just meant abstinence in general. Abs abstinence sounds <laughs> dope. Abstinence sounds like, fucking yeah, is rad. Yeah. <laughs> Bria, I've noticed, uh, I've noticed the theme in your sketches. It seems to always be adults presenting fucked up shit to kids. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a lot of that in my life. Great. <laughs> Let me tell you that. Glad you're working through your trauma. I really am, yeah. <laughs> That's what this podcast is for, for white people to come on and work out their trauma. <laughs> Isn't that what podcasts are for in general? Yeah. yeah, good point. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this next sketch, we performed at the Stensrud Playhouse back in probably 2015. Uh, me and Alex and Bree, I have updated it a little bit uh, as of two full years ago. <laughs> when I lived in Los Angeles, it got performed once live. Uh it's the newly X game. So Alex, you are Kip. I am Tom. Abby, you are Cindy. Bree, you are Julia. Sean, you are Chad. So get meaty with it. You are the definition of a Chad. And also you're playing the definition of a Chad. Yes. 
Trevor, you're doing a great job at stage direction, uh, so you're going to keep it up. All right. The newly X game uh, lights up. Host Kit Moore takes the stage. Welcome to the Newlywed Game. I'm your host, Kit Moore. And yes, we're doing a game show sketch. He applauds for himself. Let's bring out our first couple. Put your hands together for Tom and Cindy. Tom and Cindy enter. Hi, Kip. I'm so nervous. I can tell. You're sweating profusely. Why don't you tell us how you two met? We met on Tinder and messaged for years before we met. I think she was afraid to meet me in person. I was. I was. I was so afraid. But it looks like it all worked out. Rumor has it you've got a bun in the oven, eh, Cindy? We sure do, Kip. Mom stands up. Oh my god, we left the oven on? I have to go home or the house will burn down. Cindy grabs Tom's hand. No, 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 sweetie, just uh, sit down and be quiet. Yes, dear. All right, it's time to bring out our next couple, Chad and Julia. Chad and Julia, enter. Good to see neither of you. For those who aren't familiar, Julia is my ex-wife, and Chad is the man-whore she cheated on me with. And I'd do it again, you limp-dicked absent father. Let's not air out our 34C-sized dirty laundry on stage, sweetheart. All right, Kip, knock it off. Let's get going. Okay, we're moving along, but not because Chad told me to. (laughs) Cindy, Julia, head backstage and we'll have your hubbies answer a few questions. Cindy and Julia leave. Julia bumps Kipped on the way out. Ow! Okay, here are the rules. If you haven't played the game before... I have the home version. It has your name on the box. (laughs) Please don't dig up the past. Just answer the questions. It's as simple as that. Wait, are we playing the home version? No, Tom... We're on national television. Just follow along. I'll help you through it. Question number one. What will your wife say is her favorite brand of shoe? I don't think I should answer for my wife. Tom, you have to. That, that is how the game is played. But, but you know what? Fuck it. These questions are lame. I'm making up my own now. He turns and looks at Chad. Question number one, what will your wife say is the reason I didn't get invited to your wedding, even though I sent a gift and never got a thank you card? Uh, Reebok. Kip's eyes widen. Wow. Uh, We really uh, left you in the dust there. Sorry, Tom. Chad, what incessant dribble have you come up with? You didn't get a thank you card because you bought us a jet ski, even though you haven't paid child support in three years. But you didn't return the jet ski and use the money to support my kids, did ya? Uh, yes, I did. Okay, that still doesn't change you in my eyes, Chad. I don't know how to swim. Thanks, Tom. We appreciate your input. Last question. <clears throat> Which name will your wife say she has yelled out the most in bed? Is that it? Yes, Tom. That is the whole question. No, that's what my wife yells out frequently. Is that it, Tom? Wow, that's uh, that's rough, Tom. But uh, hey, don't worry, buddy. We've we've all been there. I haven't been there for several weeks. Neither have I. Good talk, Tom. <laughs> Chad, what name has our wife yelled out the most? Hint: the answer starts with a K and ends with an it. You're disgusting, Kip. She's not our wife. You lost your heart when you ate out Vanna White at the Game Show Network Christmas party. 
Thank you for the reminder, Chad. America really needed to know that. Why don't we fact check it and bring Cindy and Julia back out? Cindy and Julia enter. Your dressing room smells like cheap whiskey, Kip. That's because I regret ever knowing you. But let's dive right in and get some answers. First question, Cindy, what is the reason I didn't get invited to your wedding even though I sent a gift and never got a thank you card? Uh, because we didn't even know you, silly. Oh, I am sorry. That does not match Tom answers. He said uh, Reebok. <laughs> he, got, uh, he got a little confused. That is not his fault. Okay, Julia, your answer, please. You sent a jet ski, but haven't paid child support in four years. Ah, sorry, Julia, your answer does not match Chaz. He said, I haven't paid child support in three years. Are you proud of it either way? I self-medicate to forget the pain. <laughs> Question number two. Whose name do you yell out the most whilst in the throes of lovemaking? I'll accept Kip from either one of you. <laughs> well, Kip, it's a little embarrassing, but Tom and I have had a few lovemaking issues. I'd like to yell out Tom, but what I've been saying most recently would be... Is that it? Uh, surprise. Surprisingly, your answers match. I have never been that honest about anything in my entire life. You know I'm not lying because my nose isn't getting longer. Tom, you worry me. Julia, what name do you yell out the most? Julia ponders. The uh, name of my, of God, my Lord and Savior. She crosses herself. I'm sorry, instead of answering the question, Chad brought up how cool it is that I've gone down on Vanna White. Tom <laughs> and Cindy, you are the winners. I've never won anything before. That doesn't surprise me in the slightest. Now, before the show, we asked each of you to write down your biggest wish. If they both match, you get your wish on a count of three. One, two, three. Anal. Peg him with a strap on. That is good enough for me. Thank you for tuning into the Newlywed Game. Wow, holy shit. I feel I like I... This. Yeah, I just had, like, painful flashbacks. Not painful, <laughs> but, like, visceral. Like, this... I actually enjoyed that sketch, but, like, visceral I, flashbacks to doing that shit on stage. I love this sketch. I just want to point out for the record that on page four, national television is is capitalized... Like it's a channel. Oh, okay. <laughs> there was. I do I, like that. I like that national television is like branded. Mm. It's got a copyright. I think. I think it's slightly cheating to write this sketch, just because you put Alex in any sort of game show host mm. scenario, and he's gonna excel. That is true. Yeah. I do. I really like the 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 life spiraling game show host a lot. I feel oh, like yeah. that should be a trope, but it isn't. It's yeah. It's definitely Alex's typecast, which is man desperately <laughs> trying to control a situation, but <laughs> but failing, you know, triumphantly. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And that's not indicative of my life uh, at all. No, not <laughs> at all, Alex. You're doing great. Not even a little. <laughs> We're still um, all right. The next sketch is uh, "Showdown at the All Right Pen," written by Trevor Big Daddy Cummings. <laughs> And uh, Jacob, uh, help me with the punchline for this sketch like two years ago. At least. Uh, I don't remember it, so we'll see what yeah. happens. Uh, Alex, you're playing John. Bree, you are playing Jewel. I'm playing Jack. Abby, you are Jeff. Trevor, you are Billy and stage directions. Sean, you are HR rep. Everybody is everybody. 
Two rough-and-tumble cowboys, Jeff and John, finished tying their hostage, Jewel, to a chair. You best start talking, otherwise you're going to get a visit from Jalapeno Jack. You'll never get away for it with this. Just wait till Billy the Kid gets here. Jeff stage hits Jewel in the face. Jewel overreacts like a bad 1940s adventure serial. <laughs> Billy the Kid is no match for Jalapeno Jack. Just wait till he gets here. He'll sniff out that gold you're hiding like a St. Bernard looking for avalanche survivors. That gold belongs to the orphanage. Jeff stage hits Jewel again. Jewel underreacts like a middle school performance of Hamlet. Oh, uh, no, it doesn't. Jack enters. He's wearing business casual attire. Does not make a massive scene. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's twice. <laughs> that gold belongs to the IRS. Wait, why are you tied up? Jalapeno, Jack! Jack looks exasperatedly at Jeff and John. Have you been calling me Jalapeno Jack again? We had a whole discussion with HR about this. It's not a fun joke. It's just racist. Jeff stage hits John. John has a delayed reaction. Uh, well, <clears throat> well, uh, it's it's not a race thing. It's because it's because you grow your own chilies. Yeah, because you have a spicy attitude towards life. Also, because your middle name is uh, Chipotle, which, as we all know, <laughs> is just a dried smoked uh, jalapeno. And you always wear that giant jalapeno costume on Casual Friday. Plus, there was that one time that you got drunk on vanilla extract and ran around the office with a bunch of unripe bananas, throwing them at us, saying, You can't catch me. I'm Jalapeno Jack. Jack, you're you're not even Hispanic. Oh, okay. Well, what if I called you Jeopardy Jeff? I mean, that just doesn't make any sense. I am a Wheel of Fortune man all the way. Yeah, plus we already call him Jazz Jeff. That works because I play in a jazz band and I'm a huge fan of the (laughs) B-movie. Ah, well, how about I call you Java John? Okay, yeah, yeah, I get that one. Because I I drink a lot of coffee and it's a lot better than Janitor John, which is uh, is bad because it's my job, just followed by my name, and that's lazy, you know? Nicknames should be fun names that show that you are close to someone else. Jeff hits Jewel, they recoil. Hey! Sorry, I got too into it. Billy enters. Ha ha! You're never gonna get away with this, J-Jack. I'll be taking my colleague and that gold. My name isn't Billy Big Dick. HR rep enters. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I think we've lost the plot. Bill, two things. That was highly inappropriate, and you can't just give yourself a nickname. Okay, okay, but why does Jewel get to nickname me the kid? No, I get that, because you like that Val Kilmer movie about Billy the Kid. Yeah, that, and because you had that diaper fetish. Well, now I feel like I'm just being ganged up on. And honestly, it's turning me on. Anybody want to change me? (laughs) All right, all right. Slow down. Now, this is why we're role-playing. We want to get all these negative feelings out and get back to a state of cohesion and cooperation. So we've aired it all out. Now I want everyone to apologize. Sorry. Great. Now, let's get back out there. We've got a lot of tax refunds to delay. Black. Zing! (laughs) That's wonderful, Trevor. (laughs) I love the message that just sneaks in at the end. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. (laughs) Uh, That's going to be my new ringtone. It's just you going, all right, who wants to change me? (laughs) 
Um, usually names aren't like a hard thing for me to remember in a sketch, but with Jeff, Jack, and John, I, was I like, know, and Jewel, and Jewel, I was yeah, like, oh, four letter J names. I I wanted to make them all J names just to confuse everybody even more, but uh, didn't. And then one Shows spelled our professionalism. One spelled as Gary, but it's pronounced Jerry. <laughs> yep, soft G. <laughs> um. I forgot I threw this one in there. This one is called An Eventful Evening. Um, Alex, you are Micah. Emily, you are Bree. Sorry. Bree is Emily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I realize, uh, Abby, you are Sheila. Trevor, you are Drew. Sean, you are Stage Directions and Ron. And I play a character named Jonathan. So, uh, Sean, whenever you're ready, please read the Stage Directions. Eventful Evening. A table is on stage. Micah, the groom, Emily, the bride, Sheila, a friend of Emily's, and Drew, a friend of Micah's, sit at the table, laughing and making playful conversation. Ryan? No, fuck off, Jacob. <laughs> Do I, should I go again? I missed what just happened. Uh, Alex, do you care to describe what has just happened? <laughs> literally Jacob's worst character of all time is now making a return. One of the most no. painful fucking sketches I've ever read in my life that we had to workshop for like six months to try to make better and it turned out it just sucked. <laughs> and, uh, so I wrote this back in like 2014 or 15 and uh, every time Alex and I do something like this I sneak it in under a different name. <laughs> And the character is called Randy Randy. Randy. And so (laughs) as soon as you got to that part, Alex, that that was my big surprise of the night, Alex, is I snuck Randy Randy in here. God damn Randy Randy. We don't have to read it. We really don't. I mean, we can. It's not good. Uh, And that's what makes it so memorable. But... Well, we fucking... I, I, I've never heard this character before, or maybe I have and I just forgot, but I, I think you may have I, repressed I'm interested. It. You've sold it kind of well. I, Alex yeah, well... hated it from the beginning, and he's right that we I would keep bringing it like every week to like sketch rehearsals and stuff, and it never got any better. <laughs> <laughs> we've hyped we've hyped it up now. All we right, gotta right. do it now. Yeah, we'll we gotta it. give the podcast listeners a little randy randy. Sean, go ahead. Thank you. <laughs> A table is on stage. Micah, the groom, (laughs) Emily, the bride, Sheila, a friend of Emily's, and Drew, a friend of Micah's. (laughs) Drew, a friend of Micah's. They've known each other since 2007. (laughs) (laughs) Sit at the table, laughing and making playful conversation. Randy Randy, an oddly dressed, obvious outlier, is also at the table. So then I told Emily's mom... (laughs) I told her, there's no way I'm marrying your daughter if she turns out like you. <laughs> you did not. No, no, no you're right. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> Emily's mother is like a car. One accident and she breaks up. I, I, I'm sorry. Do I know you? Randy, Randy, Randy. I have been sitting here the whole time. Did you just notice me? I'm going to be honest. I I only noticed you like halfway through that sentence. Ouch. That hurts me in the heart. Micah puts his hand on Randy's shoulder. Hey, buddy. Are you here for the wedding party? Yes. When is the wedding? Uh, Actually, it just happened. This this is the party. And when is the honeymoon? We leave next Thursday. We're booked at a resort in Jamaica. 
Jamaica. Jamaica. <laughs> She's very excited. I think I will be working at the funeral home, but I will try my best to make it. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know he's serious. Anyway, we booked this amazing resort <laughs> on the I... beach. It's called like Jargon Eggs or something like that. Randy clinks his knife on his wine glass and stands up. Hi, my name is Randy Randy, and I am allergic to eggs. <laughs> Randy sits back down. Randy, you, you doing okay there? Why, yes. We're not having eggs, are we? <laughs> no, just a few mimosas. <laughs> she downs a drink. Sheila, are you preparing yourself for Drew tonight? That is never going to happen tonight. Never going to. Randy clinks his glass again and stands up. I'm Randy Randy, and my sperm is also allergic to eggs. Okay, <laughs> let's uh, let's sit down, bud. Micah stands up and motions for Randy to sit down. He does, and there is a moment of silence. So, Randy, what's your story? Randy looks behind him. Randy. Oh, me? I thought you were talking to another Randy in the room. She, she was ta- She was talking to you. Just give us your story, weirdo. <laughs> Randy stands up. Everybody angrily sighs. This morning I woke up and I was ready for work. Very ready. So as I left my pineapple, I started singing it to everybody on the way to work. When I got there, there's my real crab of a boss. And he was counting money. And then my best friend came in and he's dumb as a rock. Randy, you're just describing SpongeBob SquarePants. We have very similar lives. You can't live in a pineapple. You can't if you don't try. Randy sits down. A long, awkward pause ensues. Uh, 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 Randy, I think you need a drink. I'll top him off. He does indeed. Randy knocks back a glass. Let's get this party started. Uh, That's what I'm talking about. So, Drew, are you and Sheila going to knock boots tonight? I don't know, babe. I heard Drew is pretty bad in the sack. Who told you that? Who said that? Randy clinks his glass again and stands up. Everybody is visibly angry. Hi, I'm Randy Randy, and I am allergic to sperm. Micah stands up and takes Randy aside. Okay, Randy. If you want to sit at our table, you you got to behave yourself. There are ladies. Have the ladies, gotcha. No, no, Randy. That is not what I'm talking about. And Sean, you are Ronnie Randy. Uh, all of a sudden, Ronnie Randy, dressed exactly the same as Randy, walks on stage. Randy Randy. Ronnie Randy. Micah gives up and sits down. Randy runs over to Ronnie. What are you doing here, brother? This is the wrong wedding party. Oh my goodness, you're right. We should be going then. Randy and Ronnie gallop off stage. (laughs) And that guy was really weird. Agreed. Ronnie runs back on stage. Hey everybody, thank you so much for dealing with Randy. His real name is Randy Ford. He's Rob Ford, the mayor of Toronto's son. (laughs) And this is just a program to get him out of the house. You know, assimilate him back into society. Uh, Of course. Yeah, no worries. Ronnie hands them a small gift. Here's a little something for your trouble. Congrats. Ronnie runs off stage. That was so nice of him. He sneezes. Um, while we're throwing things out on the table, I am also allergic to sperm. What? The end. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs>
dude, I so every sorry. single time we read it, we were like, I just looked you dead in the eyes, and I was like, there are no jokes in that. <laughs> <laughs> something a little uh, bit Debbie Downer-ish of yeah, um, yeah, yeah. De- but it involves like a lot of public announcements right right um, yeah it's bad <laughs> <laughs> and when you mentioned earlier that you always try to sneak this one in I was like oh I don't recognize this one and then it got to Randy Randy and I was like oh no I remember this one and I, rem- I remember why Alex hates it yeah it's not good um I wanted to point out, too, that the last time we read it, uh, I don't know how many years ago, Alex went at the end. He was like, does he give her a box of cum? And that's why she sneezes. And uh, <laughs> the answer is, when I wrote the sketch, I didn't think of that. I had no. I just thought he was giving her a nice gift and that she was sneezing unrelated. Like, they were not related in my mind. I went real innocent with it. Uh, but Alex is absolutely right. Canonically, sure. It's now a box of sperm. The only joke in this sketch was an accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's also a Rob Ford reference. Yeah. My yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, it was only well. I mean, relevant at the time. <laughs> he's not even alive anymore. So, yeah. Um, but it was relevant at the time. He was doing crack uh, as an, as the mayor of Toronto at the time. So, I mean, I'm sure he still has a living son named Randy Ford somewhere. I definitely didn't look up if he has a son and if his son is named Randy. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to end this. Here we go. This poor man's reading this and being like, this is oddly specific for me. Yeah. All right, we got two more left. One by Trevor is covered in my comings, and uh, our big finale of the evening is by Sean Kirkpatrick. So let's. Uh, this is Deep Sleep Mattress commercial. Sean, you're gonna play Kevin. Great. Abby, you're Deborah. Trevor, you're Scott, Alex, you're Jonathan, and uh, Sean, you are also deep sleep. And I will read the stage you want me directions. to read the... Or you can. Yeah, you do it. I'll just sit, I'll sit back. I'll enjoy. Fast-talking used car salesman. Come on down to Deep Sleep Mattress Company. We'll find you the perfect mattress no matter how you sleep. We've got mattresses for belly sleepers, back sleepers, side sleepers, and even cognac sleepers. If you're not waking up refreshed and raring to take on the day after a night on a mattress you got from Deep Sleep Mattress Company, then you're sleeping on it wrong. That's right. Our highly trained sleep staff is here to guide you through our Sleep Right testing program where we make sure that when you hit the hay, you're getting the most out of your mattress. Don't believe me? Just listen to these testimonials. Slightly less energetic. Now, Deborah works a full day at work and then comes home to two kids. I bet that's hard to do without a proper night's slumber. But tell me, now that you've been through our Sleep Right program, how do you sleep at night? I haven't been so well rested in years. I came into the store thinking I was a bag sleeper. But after the two-month Sleep Right testing program, I learned that I was a side sleeper. And I got the perfect mattress. And now I have the energy to play with my kids at the end of the day. Well, that's terrific. And that's right. Sign up for our Sleep Right program and our sleep experts will be at your house every sleeping moment to monitor your sleep cycles and ensuring that you have the tools to sleep right for the rest of your life. Now, that may sound a little excessive, but results like these don't lie. Scott, as a hotel manager, you have to try and drift off to dreamland while the sun is up. That must be hard. So tell us, how do you sleep during the day? Well, it used to be a lot harder, but after getting the right mattress at Deep Sleep Mattress Company, I'm never too beat to take on the night. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. If you're having trouble getting your 40 winks, swing by Deep Sleep Mattress Company where we'll wrestle you up a proper sleep schedule. But in case I haven't quite convinced you, I've got a special call-in testimonial. 
Jonathan was my husband of five years before he left me and for a fitness instructor he met over Zoom, <laughs> taking our beautiful child, Zell, away from me. Distraught. Jonathan, how do you sleep at night? I told you to stop calling me, Kevin. You know it's perfectly well that you're obsessed with this sleep right program that drove us away. You changed. You're, you changed your name to Deep Sleep and spend every night staring at other families while they sleep. Next time we speak, we'll be in the presence of lawyers. Phone hangs up. A beat. Well, if even I can get a good night's sleep with all I'm being put through, then you can too. Or my name ain't Deep Ulysses Sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I love that the reveal is Kevin's name is Deep Ulysses Sleep. Yeah. I wrote that specifically for Jacob because I knew he'd think it'd it'd be funny. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Thank you. So as we uh, come to our last sketch of the evening, I just want to thank you for uh, basically putting up with this test in self-indulgence. Yeah, thank you, guys. (laughs) (laughs) You were all supposed to be like, no, no, don't worry about it. I mean, it wasn't an inaccurate... uh, (laughs) Statement. I know. Yeah, it's been yeah. it's been fifty two weeks of self indulgent. I guess we'll put up with fifty two <laughs> more, right? Yeah. Yeah. We have no major plans to change the podcast or anything. We're just gonna keep uh talking about small town police happenings and hearing stories about Alex's near death experiences. Okay. So long as you don't become a furry. I'm not gonna become a furry. You I You can't become something you already are, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> you are what you eat. Are your furry costumes also going to be like ginger? Like, are you going to be foxes? Yeah. Or orangutan? Or already are foxes? Um, let's just say we're not going to look in my closet right now. Fair (laughs) enough. (laughs) This is the last sketch written by our very own Sean Kirkpatrick. It's called Ginger on Ginger Only Fans. And, uh, I play. Jacob, Alex plays Alex, Abby, and Bree play yourselves. Trevor reads the stage direction, and Sean, you're also in this, and you play Sean. Is that correct? Correct. Uh, side note that can be edited out. Uh, Trevor, there's a typo at the first line. It should be Alex's <laughs> at. Alex's at. Okay. Alex's, um, Alex's Jacob, at the front door. Jacob, Alex's side at note, the front side door. note. We are not editing that out. Okay, great. Great. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. I'll get that right, Sean. Jacob's apartment, the middle of the day. Alex is the front door. He rings the bell. (laughs) Ding dong. The door flies open to reveal Jacob wearing only a bathrobe, his smooth pink chest reflecting the sun, temporarily blinding Alex. Oh, thank God you're here. Dude, I got your text. 911? You only send that in emergencies. It is an emergency. Get in quickly. Jacob grabs Alex by the collar and pulls him inside, slamming the door behind them. Alex's eyes adjust to the dim light of Jacob's living. Uh, Jacob has pushed his couch up against the wall. Candles burn on two small side tables. Jacob's phone is mounted on a tripod facing the couch. What the fuck? Okay, so you know how I've been out of work for the past couple months. Mm-hmm. Well, I was doing some research and... Oh my god. I'm starting an OnlyFans. Alex takes a moment. How can I help? That's what I was hoping you'd say. Jacob leads Alex to his phone, pulling up the pictures he's taken so far. So this is what I have. I'm going for that boy next door vibe. You know, someone you want to ride like an electric toothbrush, but you also want to take to brunch with your parents. 
I see. I see. Alex swipes through, swipes through the photos. Jacob sitting on the couch, fully nude and partially erect. Jacob stretching his tinger out so it looks longer. <laughs> Jacob modeling his balls like a makeup YouTuber shows off the latest product, etc. Mm-hmm. What? These are fine, but the composition is all off. Look. Alex swipes to a picture of Jacob laying across the couch, his left leg straight up in the air, his dingus pointing down to the floor. What are you trying to say here? Uh, I'm flexible? No, 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 no. These need to tell a story. Your leg is up, but your doodle is down. What sort of message does that send? Here, look at mine. Alex pulls out his phone, quickly, quickly swiping to one of his pictures. Oh, my God. Jacob snatches Alex's phone and studies the picture. Alex is completely nude, doing a perfect handstand. <laughs> his erect schlonger is pointing up to the sky in a glorious display of his sexual veracity. Oh, this will never work. I'm no you. Isn't that why you asked me to help? Jacob and Alex share a tender moment. Okay, get on the couch and disrobe. Jacob slips off his bathrobe, fully revealing his smooth, pale body, like a porcelain doll with an achievable physique. He sits on the couch facing Alex. Alex uses Jacob's phone to take a few pictures. Jacob strikes a few poses, throwing his body around for Alex to capture every angle. Ah, I know what this needs. Alex pulls a thing of Vaseline from his backpack and tosses it to Jacob. Rub this on your bongle. It really makes it <laughs> Jacob smears a big glob of Vaseline on his bimbus. Like this? Good. Good. Keep going. Alex circles Jacob, taking pics as Jacob rubs his mortal to full mast. <laughs> the Vaseline catches the light, making it glow angelically. <laughs> now give me some face. You're a lamb. A little lamb in need of hurting. Oh, what's this? There's a big bad wolf. (laughs) Jacob hops around the couch coquettishly. (laughs) Perfect. Now the big bad wolf is getting closer. Use your derpo to fend it off. (laughs) Jacob waves his shiny flopsy around. Alex taking pictures the whole time. And excellent. These are good, Jacob. Alex shows Jacob some of the pictures. Holy shit, I look hot. Okay, now for the back. Alex is taken aback. The the back? Like your bump hole? Yeah, this OnlyFans need to be, needs to be total access. How else am I supposed to build a subscriber base? I, I, I don't know. That's not really my area of expertise. <laughs> oh, 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 wait. I, I think I might know someone. Smash cut to Jacob's apartment moments later. Jacob is bent over the back of his couch, his little binky slot winking to the world. (laughs) Alex stands to the side, nodding in approval. Sean is up close, snapping pics with Jacob's phone. Gorgeous, gorgeous. You're a star, baby. Now clench it. Jacob clenches. Now make it dance, baby. Jacob makes his hairless bumble soul dance. Alex shakes a bottle of champagne, pops the cork, and sprays the bubbly wine all over Jacob's puckering asshole. You're going straight to the top, baby. That is one perfect bussy, and I know a thing or two about perfect. John winks to Alex. Alex blushes. Jacob stops, panting, covered in sweat, Vaseline, and sticking champagne. He wipes his chest, accidentally flinging the juices on Alex's face. Alex licks his lips.
Okay, I think I need a break before we move on to my blahs. <laughs> Sean and Alex, let's share a look. Your blahs? Yeah, full access. I don't really know how to take a good blah pick. Me neither. Hmm. Oh, wait. Oh, no. I know who we can go. <laughs> Smash cut to Jacob's apartment moments later. Jacob sits on the couch, his legs spread wide. Sean and Alex are on the floor, stretching Jacob's ginger. Bree <laughs> <laughs> and Abby buzz around, shutters firing at rapid speed. Beautiful. Awe-inspiring. Can you stretch them more? Sean and Alex pull Jacob's test- testicles further apart. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the stuff. How you doing, superstar? Great. I've never felt sexier. That's what we like to hear. <laughs> Bree stands on the couch, pointing the c- camera directly down. Abby lays underneath, <laughs> pointing the camera straight up. <laughs> this is a maneuver we call the mashed potatoes. You ready, Jacob? Absolutely. Three, two, one. Sean and Alex smash Jacob's nuts together, twirling his dingles and dangles into a perfect mound of pure sensual desire. Abby and Bree capture the whole thing on their cameras. Sean and Alex step away. Jacob leans back, tired, exhausted, but satisfied. I can't thank you all enough. Of course. Yeah, don't mention it. Anytime. Anything for my best friend. (laughs) Jacob stands, slipping back into his robe. He takes his phone and wipes through the pictures. They are all stunning. Everyone is starting to get aroused. And now, the moment of truth. Jacob uploads the picture to his OnlyFans. Everyone waits with bated breath. A tense moment. Then, a notification from OnlyFans. Hell yeah, my first subscriber. Who is it? You. Tell us, tell us. Fucking spit it out, dude. My mom! Everyone nods in approval and high fives. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> the end. Wow! I think that's the best thing I've ever heard oh. in my life. Oh, man. Watch <laughs> <laughs> it, baby. When, when I, just, I was like, wondering the whole time, I'm like, how do I enter the scene? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and it's my real name. <laughs> I mean, I, talk like, about knowing your audience. I flick some sweat and Vaseline onto Alex's lips, and then he licks them. Like Such a specific detail that didn't need to be in there and didn't add anything, but was amazing. <laughs> In tears. Thank you so much. <laughs> I don't even think this is a comedy sketch. This is just a script for like a porno. Yeah. yeah. I'm more into documentary theater these days, so I just try to capture something that's happened in real life. <laughs> Taking a new take on a delicious show. Yeah. <laughs> this, yeah, this is the uh, unreleased episode of Ginger's On. <laughs> episode 11, Ginger's On OnlyFans, or on each other. Ginger on Ginger, name of the podcast. Thank you for hey. the segue. Oh, when you two are holding my t- nuts apart like pizza dough. <laughs> I can't. To be honest, that's what I had to remove myself from the microphone because I was going to laugh so hard that people weren't going to be able to hear Trevor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This has been phenomenal. I can't imagine us celebrating our year any other way. So thank you all for being here. Thank Uh, you for having us. Thank you for writing sketches. This has been super duper fun. You're welcome. (laughs) Uh, And I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, once again, everybody, Sean Kirkpatrick, Bree Zender, Trevor Cummings, Abby Gillespie, and Alex Tate and myself.
Love you guys. Yeah, big congrats though. Thanks. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, happy anniversary. We all we all decided to pitch in and get you something. Uh they're these scripts. Thank you. No, that's that's perfect. That's <laughs> Normally that comes before you give the present, not afterwards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, time for a place blotter. I'm just kidding. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all go. But thank you. Uh I appreciate it. And Alex does too. I speak for him now. Always have. Bye. Always. <laughs> Bye. 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 Ginger on Ginger is brought to you by the ghost of One Direction. That's right, Harry's solo stuff is better. They're never going to be a band again.